Healthy Success Mindset to Bounce Back After Stress Beats You Down Interview with Marina Stemmers Have you ever felt beaten down by stress? And how to get back to success after stress beats you down? Are there mindsets that could help you? If you'd like to learn, then stay tuned because we have a treat coming. Welcome to Happy and Healthy Mind. My name is Dr. Rosina and I'm an executive coach, a corporate speaker and integrative psychiatrist. I believe that our mind is the software that runs the hardware of our brain and our body. Therefore, I share practical tips for mental fitness here so you can live your best life without burnout and unnecessary suffering. Please consult your healthcare professional for any medical advice. But if you find this content helpful, then join our mission by liking, subscribing, and sharing so more people can live their best life with health and happiness. And today, it's my pleasure to uh, interview Marina Stamos. Not only she is my coach, but she's also founder of Stamos Coaching and creator of One Minute Talk for Client Attraction. She recovered from a face-down failure herself to create a multiple six-figure income. And she is an Emmy-nominated formal TV news producer, and her client successes have been featured in TEDx, Entrepreneur, and Opera Magazine. So let's learn from her. Thank you so much for joining Marina today. Thank you for having me. So tell me, how did this topic become important in your life? You know, share a little bit of your before and after story. So uh, some years ago, I started, uh, you know, year, I ran a business and I was, I had been a television news producer and I just organically out of that work started to run a communications and media company. And I remember thinking, well, I've done this work. I love to do it. I loved the writing aspects of it, uh, the strategy aspects of it. I'm going to put a website together. I'm going to put a nice logo on it. And all the clients are just going to come, right? And what I found, but I didn't formally have, and I was just going on instinct as many people do at first. And I would get a client here, client there. And even though in they individually would be quite high dollar tickets for me as a small, as a solopreneur, maybe 30,000, 50,000, even 125,000, one of them. They were all accidental clients, just someone I might happen by accident to find by referral. And there were long stretches of no income in between them. So the your stress, stress level must be really there high. There you go. The stress starts going. I'm thinking, what does everyone else seem to know that I don't know? I So I started to invest in various programs to help myself grow my business. And right away, I was confronted with a world of, especially the tech, now I'm not tech challenge in the conventional sense, but the opt-ins and the freebies and the funnels and this. And I thought I had to learn all of these tech things, plus learn marketing, plus learn sales. Plus, oh, and I was a bit of a not trusting kind of control freak. I had trouble letting other people in. So I started to try to do all of these things to grow my business. And I was finding the weeks turning into months, turning into actually years before I was like, what? with nothing really fundamentally changing and the stress of that emotionally, psychologically, I thought this is going to take me down. I, I thought I was kind of somewhat smart and like now I'm stupid. Essentially I can't do anything. I can't move anything forward. Well, one day the, the pressure and the stress completely got to me. I was standing at my computer. I was trying to do one of the, I had just finished creating an opt-in page 
you know, just with the picture of what I was creating a, 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 a freebie, which also took me way too long to create. And then I thought, okay, finally, it looks like I got it done. I'm going to press send. I'm going to make this work. And now I'm going to finally start making money. And then the next thing said, nope, you have one more step. You have to make the box where you put the, the name and the email. And for some strange reason, Rosina, that was it for me. <laughs> I don't know why, but all the years of built up stress and with a sense of when is my life going to start? So my head started to spin. My stomach turned violently. I ran to the bathroom and I'm going to get a little TMI, but it's not really TMI. Don't worry, anybody. Uh, I throw the toilet seat up. I go, oh, but I nothing came up. I went down. I hit my knees first and then I just <sighs> hit the floor, like this cheek on the floor of the bath of, of the bathroom. My head was six inches from the toilet and I thought, wow, you cannot go any lower than this. Stress has completely taken you down. Something has to change. Yeah. And that that kind of really you no, know, I see these stories over and over again where like um just yesterday, one patient was mm -hmm. telling me that, you know, the stress was going up, but she was able to manage, she was able to manage, she was able to manage until that point. And then, you you know, it all goes down, cumbering, crumbling down, and then you're not able to function at all. And so a lot of people, especially people in leadership, they don't feel the stress building up and they can do it, they can do it, they can do it, that they keep on going on until they cannot go anymore. So... Yeah. So, so before we go into the tools that really actually helped you to come out of it, tell us how the life changed once you applied some of these uh, success mindsets. Well, I went from trying to do everything by myself and struggling with zero dollar months to actually acting like a professional and, and it, with the right mindset and the right practices. So they went to $20,000 months, then $30,000 months, and $60,000 months and beyond. But much more importantly, I did it in a way that I can get, that, that is sustainable and that I have, you know, a degree of control. And that's the short answer. Yeah. How did it help you um, emotionally and, and psychologically in addition to financially? It was a great comfort to know that there was nothing that I was going through that was new. Many people had walked this path and will always walk the path as long as there are businesses, right? So when I just realized there's all these established best practices, all the wisdom is already there. I just had to tap into it, invest and in have in, in, in it for myself. And then, you know, I think so much of it, so much of the pain can come from the sense of it's happening to me. The universe is targeting me for some reason and everyone else seems to have it all together what's wrong with me and so now you feel like universe is working for you and and i say that in other words and i in other words i feel that i am absolutely just doing the the best practices that are already there i'm using the wisdom that is already there and just making it my own so that i know that even the next the next thing that will be a challenge there's going to be wisdom and support for that that i can tap into and now i don't have a feeling of that stress and that fear of the unknown of the void i know there's going to be unknowns and and i know there's going to be help so so i don't let the stress build anymore wonderful 
Wonderful. Yeah, so I'm sure our audience would love to learn some of those tools and some of those mindsets. So can you share some of those with us? Well, the first one was when I was lying on the floor of the bathroom was, okay, I have got to hire a me for me. In other words, I had to be in a sense more in integrity. I was, was it a scarcity mindset around money? Maybe it was partially that, but equally it was this fear. Oh, well, no one else can do, do me. No one, I can't trust anybody else. And that was a really, that was no big company becomes big with just one person. So I was almost trying to change physics here. It just can't work. And so I said, okay, I'm going to have to invest in a me for me. And I did, I invested actually a substantial amount like at that time, 25,000 in hiring a me for me to help me with my next step. Uh, so we have to be in integrity and say, just like we invest, ask people to invest top dollar in us, we have, it actually benefits us to do the same for whatever gap we have in our knowledge or our skill set. So be in integrity and invest in yourself. That's one. And it also makes you a pro. It takes you out of amateur status and it makes you go pro. And you were telling me a story earlier, how you ended up making that shift in your perspective. So go ahead and share that story. So uh, of the many ways, the many, many moments that I, I, I had along the way, one of them was, this is a little farther along in my business. So I was chugging along and I still knew that I, I was hitting a, I was hitting a wall of uh, having too much to do too many clients and just feeling, but still pretty much doing it on my own as far as staff, as far as staffing, not as far as in coaching for me, but as far as actual staff. One day my son became ill and had to be hospitalized. And so I was in the hospital and of course I, we didn't know what was wrong. I was terrified as any parent would be. And I remember thinking, oh, well, I'm just gonna have to cancel everything. I'm gonna have to put, tell all the clients too bad because I, I, I can't be present for them. But also I, I can't, I can't, it would, I felt as if I felt guilty, not giving 100% of all of my mind space to my child, my sick child, even though I was right there physically in the hospital room with him. And, um, and I thought to myself, so what, then I said, you know, Marina, you're not being a pro. You have to, you have to now be strategic, find someone to take over your Q and A. You have your own coach, my own coach, the person that I had hired when I was, after I fell to the floor of the bathroom, I brought her in to run a session. I was scared to do that. I was scared to let go of control. I thought, oh, no one's going to be mad if I do that. But I thought if I don't do that and I cancel, what have I done? I'm not a serious business owner. And I thought, I had a little thought experiment. I thought, hmm, what if I was working in a regular company and getting a paycheck. And then one day they said, Oh, this week, no one's getting a paycheck because you know, the boss's son got is sick and in the hospital. So sorry, everything shut down. No, no paycheck. That's not a real business. So somehow the combination of all these things made me realize one, I have to bring in other people just for this kind of eventuality, but also for general growth. And I can't, and, Oh, and also not only did I bring in that person for a couple of specific in engagements, guess what I also did? I said, I'm going to not stress about this. I'm going to tell them I'm sitting in a hospital room. 
That's why you see all these, this apparatus behind. And I might get interrupted when my son's doctor walks in and I have to talk to that person and we're going to mm -hmm. stop. And I was, you know, with this hand, I was on the computer and in this hand, I was putting ice chips in his mouth and guess what? <laughs> it was fine. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't an all or nothing thing. It was perfectly fine. And I knew that also letting my stress get out of control was not going to change his situation at all. Right. Yeah. Right. You so, need to hold yourself. Yeah. Exactly. So that was just, and that was a really big turning point. At that point, I hired that person and I said, wow, this was, this was long overdue. It took me having this moment of real, uh, of really seeing what a mistake I was making by still kind of going things alone yeah. and uh, saying, I, you know, I have to run a real business if I want to make real business money. Mm -hmm. All right. What's the second one? One, the other one, a big one, and this certainly goes to the stress issue is the 1% better every day mentality. And there's so many different ways that people talk about this. The, there's mm -hmm. that famous book, Atomic Habits, but the 1% better, we can only get better, a little bit better every day, one thing at a time in business as in life, but certainly in business, overwhelm and decision paralysis are, are ever present. And well, that's pretty self-explanatory. There's, there, and there's always so much to do, and you can start off your day with a really big list and say, "Okay, I'm going to do all these things. It's going to be so great." And then in my business, it's just going to be great. And then one thing takes forever. You start obsessing about, well, which filter should I use on this picture for my Facebook post, right? And nothing happens, essentially. And then you go deeper and deeper into despair, stress. The days turn into weeks, turn into months, turn into years where nothing is fundamentally changing. Your income fundamentally isn't changing. So what do you do? You say, that doesn't work. Again, go to the wisdom. There's already, it's already out there in any form, in many forms. You can be, just decide I'm going to be 1% better every day. So I'm going to do one thing. I'm going to maybe do that Facebook post. Today, I'm just going to do the words. Tomorrow, I'm going to do the picture. The next day, I'm going to edit it. The next day, I'm going to plan how I'm going to promote it. And then the fifth day, I'm going to promote it. Yeah. And so, then it's just like compounding interest. Suddenly the weeks turn into months and into years and you have this body of work and you start and, and you're, you just give yourself permission to only do one thing really well that day. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, because a lot of overwhelm happens because, you know, we live in this society where we want the results right away, fast results. And so if it doesn't happen, then we get overwhelmed. So we try to do all the things at the same time. And it, it just doesn't work. So yeah, just kind of focusing on one thing at a time. And one thing at a time doesn't mean that your whole day, you're 24 hours, you're only going to do one small thing. But like one thing at a time in this moment, we are doing this podcast. This is the moment we're going to totally focus on that. After that is done, the next I can work on something else. But in the moment, just one focus so that all your mental energy can focus on one thing. And then if you can kind of give yourself grace um like one of the techniques i use is like you know when people say oh i was not able to achieve this goal instead of saying hey i did not achieve that goal you say okay what percent of the goal i was able to achieve so like if i want to walk ten thousand steps a day and i only walk three thousand steps a day i can be really frustrated and upset and negative that i did not meet my goal and feel guilty about it versus i can shift it and say i achieved 30 percent of my goal and then i can kind of work on achieving a little bit more a little bit more every day and it could increase so that's wonderful so one percent improvement thinking that's great 
What else? The other one is an emotional commitment to the outcome, which really what fosters a no excuses mentality. I think so for me and for many people that I deal with professionally and, and just personally, we learn to not trust ourselves. We, we, we know that we, we've come to get into bad habits and we get used to failure in certain things. And even though we say, we know we hate it, but we don't do anything to change where we say, oh, well, something didn't work because of that. Something didn't work because of that. So we have to have one clear outcome and we have to have an emotional attachment to it. So in my business, I am a consultant coach around business growth. There's one metric of success in the business space, and that is money. And I tell my clients, we have to have an emotional commitment to making money. It's not about our feelings and about our why and about our this and that, because we can do, we can express our feelings and express our why for free for people or on a volunteer basis. But if you're in business, it is about money. We have to have an emotional attachment to making money. And then once we say that, and it actually hurts, it actually hurts when we don't hit certain goals and why? Because then it takes out that internal tension of like, well, we have to get there. We like, we have to get to that goal. I have to get to that goal. It allow it's, it, it stops the excuses that can come in. Well, you know, there's this and there's this, well, you know, oh, you know, my kid's in from college and I wanted to spend time. No, it's it. Once if you don't give yourself permission to fail, when you say there won't be any excuses, it actually reduces the stress. You don't have any more conflict. There's no, there's no, it, there's, it's non-negotiable. I have to do what I know I have to do to make money. So you have to have that emotional attachment to the outcome, whatever it is for you. And then you foster a no excuses. And when you told yourself, oh yeah, whatever it is you, that pops up in your mind, say, oh, I can't do that now because I have this, that as you're, as you're doing that, you're stressed. You live with this underlying malaise, this underlying stress. Oh, I'm doing this, but I really should be doing that. Well, no, because you made an attempt, you've made a commitment, no excuses. So it just, it gives, in a sense, it's like you give yourself permission to start saying no to things that you used to say yes to. And that's a great stress reduction, reducer. Yeah. So you start doing intentionally. I want to kind of clarify over here when we say emotional attachment to the result. And if you're like really focused on only one way of getting the result, then if you don't achieve, then you would feel more stressed, right? And so how do you explain? Because like, you know, sometimes things may be taken out of context. So if you can clarify how to avoid stress of not achieving that goal, because sometimes you don't achieve the exact goal that you have set up for yourself, how do you avoid that while still practicing this no excuse mindset? So typically most of the goals that people have, they don't achieve them, not for any external reason, but they simply aren't taking the steps every single day that they know they're supposed to take. They get involved with social media, they eat too much, they do, they drink too much, some kind of distraction. And there's really very little out there that there isn't a ton of information about how to achieve, but somehow we get into patterns, you know, counterproductive patterns, habits. And because truly at the end of the day, we're just not emotionally attached enough to the, to, to the goal. We don't have enough of a strength of a strength of an attachment. So 
I, well, look, of course, there, there's not, we can never know the future, but you probably already, you, one, I, one already knows what one is supposed to be doing, and we just don't do it. We keep not doing it. Uh, like weight gain is a perfect example. Weight loss is a perfect example. Everyone knows how to lose weight. Little kids know how to lose weight. There's no mystery to it. I don't care what anybody says. It's still calories in, calories out. That's it. Okay. And anyone who has an extra pound of fat on them is because they've eaten 3,500 calories more than they should have. I know because I'm, I'm, I live, I struggle with weight and overeating. So obviously I still don't have enough of an emotional attachment to it because I don't take the actions. <laughs> I don't, I have more an emotional attachment to that instant gratification. Yeah. I will say that we have to have a no excuses mentality. We can't be looking for that out. Well, you know, there's this other thing. We know what we're supposed to be doing. If you want a better grade on that test, study harder. If you have a particular, some kind of, some kind of difficulty, exceptionality in your learning process, get help. I kind of take a little balance approach over there in terms of instead of, so like, I, I also believe that unless you commit to certain things, you're not going to move towards. But like you, you used in the previous point, that instead of just focusing on the end goal, you focus on the process. Yes. So like process goal in terms of, okay, so I'm going to do my best today. Um, and every day when you continue to do it, even if you don't reach exactly the same goal that you had set up for yourself, you would make progress and that would give you joy and that would take away the stress of not reaching the exact goal. And so, I just, yeah, it's, it's wonderful. And when we are having fun, the time passes. So I didn't realize. So let's share with the audience if they want to learn more about all these uh, great tools that you share with your clients how can they get learn more about it well the first step would be to simply learn about the process that i teach which is speaking for a client attraction but particularly i have a simplification process for the speaking for the message which is called the one minute talk for client attraction and you can download a free guide to building your own. And that free guide actually has a couple of samples of a woman to talk that you can copy and paste and make your own. And then also while you're on that link, one minute talk free offer.com. And that's one O N E minutes talk free offer.com. When, after you download the guide, you'll also have the opportunity. If you feel that you need some one-to-one help in making sense of this, of this basic uh, system, we can get on a call. You can apply for a strategy call with me, ideal clients in one minute strategy call. It'll be you and me on a call. Tell me where you are, where you want to go and how I can help you. Again, it's a complimentary call and a complimentary guide. And it's at one minute talk freeoffer.com. All right. Thank you so much. And you can also get these resources with all our resources from our, our past guests at happyandhealthymind.com. So you can hop on to happyandhealthymind.com and click that button called resources and you'll get all the resources that we have, many of our guests have shared uh, on this program. And if you are like me, that forget about the programs coming up and you'd like to get text reminders for future programs, please text the word joyful to the number 38470 and we'd be happy to send you the reminders and resources link. So every day is a new day, new opportunity to make new decisions. Keep making wise decisions. Stay safe and healthy. Until next time, Dr. Rosina. Thank you, Marina, for joining us. Thank you.